Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it Almost 30? Almost 30 Nation, welcome to this week's episode of the Almost 30 podcast. We love you guys so much. Thank you for subscribing to make sure that we are in your inbox every Tuesday with a new episode. And thank you so much for rating and reviewing. We are blown away by the kind comments. My Lord. Um, And if you haven't rated and reviewed and you love the podcast, or even if you just have an opinion, we would love to hear it. Um, You can do that on iTunes. It helps us out so much. And if you haven't joined our secret Facebook group, secret meaning it's a closed group, um, find us on Facebook, Secret Almost 30 Podcast Group, and we will accept you in there so you can join the discussion on literally anything and everything. It's awesome. Lips, lips, whoa, lifts me up every day. Um, and also thank you to our newest patrons on Patreon. We love you guys so much. Um, we will get those shout outs to you in our next episode on Instagram and on our website. We also have other amazing, amazing gifts and rewards for pledging either $2, $5, $10 or more a month. We have free episodes. We also have, um, almost 30 merchandise come in your way, as well as a chance to be on the podcast and so much more. So check it out, patreon.com slash almost 30, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash A-L-M-O-S-T three zero. I should be in a spelling bee. Um, All right. So this week's episode is so great. Uh, We have Angie Lee, who is a business and lifestyle um, coach, and she is also the host of the Hungry for More podcast, which I love so much. If you haven't checked it out, please check it out. Um, So if you're someone who is looking to make breakthroughs in your business, is looking to find the right mindset to be a successful entrepreneur and really own your ideas and your passion and your path. If you are looking to take ownership of your bank account and figure out what your financial blocks are and how to get rid of them. If you are someone who is looking for a coach, um, one, Angie's an amazing coach, But two, um, she talks about, you know, why someone would want to hire a coach, who she has hired as coaches to help her get to where she is in her career, um, as well as the turning points in her career, investments she's made, what's worked, what hasn't worked, the daily practices that she um, puts to practice in order to set herself up for success. Um, We talk about that and so much more in this episode of Almost 30. We can't wait to to hear what you have to say about this episode. Angie Lee is a force, um, a super successful, confident, brave female, grounded in her purpose, Um, super inspiring to speak to Angie in studio. So without further ado, enjoy this episode. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Okay. You can hear us. We're well, so excited. Fun. We're yes. so excited to have Angie Lee. Hello. In I'm going to just stare at your phone. Are we recording? The live. I think we are. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Are. <laughs> um, We're so excited That's to what have. I love about this. You didn't even tell me. You're just, we're just going. That's we how just we do go. it. We just go. That's how we go. 
we hope we catch like the most inappropriate stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the good stuff. That's what's cool about podcasting is it's going more raw and real. Mm-hmm. The more unedited you are, the better. I agree. 100%. I'm so sick of these shows that they take out every little um and so and mm. it's like no, mm-hmm. that's what people want to hear. Yeah, real I want to sure. hear the fluid conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you listened yeah. to um like I love Joe Rogan. Love. Have you listen to Pete Holmes? You mean it weird? No. It's a good one. Yeah, and it's he, a good one. And he gets from the time they walk in the door. So they're like walking in the door. They're like putting their jacket down. Like nothing's cut. It's amazing. Do his guests cool. know that? It's about yes. three hours long. It's like it's, three yeah. hours long. Okay, so it's designed for like car drives. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Or cool. Me normally. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I like eat it up. Oh so amazing. It I'm really amazing. low on my chair right now. I like it. <laughs> I feel like a child. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so Angie Lee, guys, so happy to have you here. You are a the coach of all coaches. You are an entrepreneur. You are an amazing woman. And I'm excited for all the knowledge you're about to drop on our listeners, on our audience. Awesome. How do you introduce yourself to people? Yeah, that's interesting. I introduce myself as a business and life coach, I guess you would say. I see myself as more of a life coach. But my work is mostly like business, social media strategy. So mm. that's how I introduce myself. And how did you get into doing that? What's your story? <sighs> yeah. Feel free to go long form here. Mm-hmm. Long form story. Mm-hmm. Wait, I should, I should spit out my gum. Hold on. Yeah, girl. Spit out that gum. Don't. We uh, We're can't edit serious. that out. Yeah. <laughs> the chomp. A- um, that's like a, here. It's rule number one about almost 30. No gum. Yeah, guys. No gum. <laughs> guys, don't, don't have gum. <laughs> so in college, I started a health blog. In my dorm room. And this was like the MySpace days. Remember when MySpace mm-hmm. was obviously yeah. cool? Like, I never we, had one. What? Mm-mm. Did you not have Yeah, friends? I did. Did you? What was it called? Who was on your um, topic? That's actually a really good question. <laughs> I don't really remember. Hmm. But Who's I would just topic? like post. Tom? I would post like pictures. <laughs> Tom's number one. But, but I would like focus on the posts. It would just be so freaking dumb. Mm. Talking to friends. Like doing the little like squiggly and star mm-hmm. like what you know what I mean mm-hmm. those little coded things yeah never mind I don't know go on like, I don't remember yeah literally so don't know. I was in my dorm room one day and I was with my roommate and I was a personal trainer at the time on campus I was doing all these nutrition certifications just super obviously obsessed like totally bit by the health bug I was like oh my god I can change my life by eating healthier and like just so obsessed with it and so yeah. I started this blog and I was like oh I'll just share it with my personal training clients and they're going to love it. And that's, that's it. I didn't really think of it as a business at the time. I was in college studying broadcast journalism, wanted to be mm. Katie Couric. I wanted to be a weather girl, which is so still kind of my dream. I love that we're podcasters it's because so we get to combine that passion of weather of and basically <laughs> presenting TV. Being, yeah, like <laughs> we're basically, you know, on TV. So I was in my dorm room. I started the blog. And then the next thing you know, I mean, you're a blogger. It can grow organically if you just put the love into it. So months and months went by. I wasn't really trying to monetize it. I was like 19 years old and uh, kept going with it. It was like Angie Lee Health. I would just put out recipes and workouts. It was very fluffy fitness now looking back at it. But I think that that's who I was at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was 19 years old. I didn't know anything other than push-ups and squats and just like recipes for smoothies. There was no like real serious conversations going on on it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it just grew and grew and grew. So over time... I got to the point where I was like, how could I actually make this a business? So I was in my diet. I switched to a dietetics program and was going to be a dietitian. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go get out of school. I'm going to be a dietitian full time. But I always had this really entrepreneurial spirit, like to the point where I couldn't even be in classes because I was just so like, get me out of here. Wouldn't listen to the teachers at all. I was literally blogging while I was in class, Mm -hmm. like during tests. I'd be like replying to people. I was so obsessed. And I think at the time, this was about 2011, 2012. 
I saw the power of social media right away. I was like, oh my God, this is this is growing. Like this mm. is huge. And once you get it, you're like, holy crap, this is something that I need to grab now. Mm-hmm. And my parents always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I walked in, I had about three months left in my dietetics program. I was gonna go to the rotation to be a registered dietitian, aka work in a hospital. 60 hours a week and probably make crap money and work for who knows who, right? Mm -hmm. And so I went into the office. I was getting like all C's, of course, because I was blogging in class. I would leave tests and like go call like coaching clients because I started health coaching online, Mm, started these programs. So like literally the epitome of like, I shouldn't, I should not have been there. Mm -hmm. Like I did not deserve to be in that program because let's be honest, there were other girls who were like, yay, biology and science. And I was like, Ooh, how could I monetize this this blog or like how could I start this online on these online programs? I was like going to Tony Robbins conferences at 20 and I literally immersed myself in the idea of I will not work for anyone else. Mm. I was so obsessed. Wow. And I love that word because I literally I'm a Pisces. Mm. <laughs> like Christopher, I just was like I'm doing this. I'm totally doing this. And I walked into the counselor's office and she was like, "Angie, you know your grades are not doing well. What are you going to do? You're not going to be able to be a dietitian." And I just remember at that moment, she said, you have about 48 hours to decide if you want to stay in the program or if you want to leave. Here's the piece of paper to sign. I grabbed the piece of paper and I signed it faster than anything I ever have. And I called. You wiped your ass I was like, I'm out. I was like. Mm. (laughs) Gave it back to her. (laughs) I was like, here, bitch. Here's my poop stains. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, take this piece of paper. (laughs) She was like, what are you going to do then? And I just remember at that moment being like, I didn't know, but I knew. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. You know, and it was just that immense clarity. And I think entrepreneurship is one of those things where it just you get it and it's for you or it's not. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a bold statement because I actually coach entrepreneurs and I should be saying, yay, everyone's going to be one. But it's it's not. It's not for everyone. Like 100 percent. It's not not for everyone. And it's there. You have to have that certain personality where you actually want to stick through it and be ballsy enough to be like, oh, I went through all this schooling yet I'm just going to say peace out, signed it, handed it to her. And she's like, oh, okay. Walked out of the building. I remember crying. I have never felt so free in my life. And mm. I just call my mom and she's like, well, you're you're a free spirit. You're a bird. You've always been this little tornado. So I think you're just going to figure it out. And I learned to monetize it pretty fast, made enough to get by and then got to the point where I had a large online health and wellness uh, program. I had all these programs. I had all these courses. And I did that for about four or five years after college. Mm. And then kind of going into now the transition, I built this love for teaching other girls how I did what I did. And girls would start emailing me and saying like, hey, so how did you start the blog? Or how did you start those videos? Or how did you find sponsors? How did you do that? And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Could I actually teach them what I did? Mm. So this crazy passion for business coaching came in and teaching women how to find that confidence to be an entrepreneur themselves and teach other health coaches just sparked in me. So I started a course called Become a Sales Queen, which I did on my own uh, for about a year. And then my business partner, I saw this need in the market. You know, there's Marie Forleo. There's a lot of these women doing these online like business schools. And as like a true entrepreneur, I saw the hole in the market and I was like, wait, why is no one else doing this for health coaches? Why is there not like a B school Mm. or like a online business academy for health coaches? So I called this girl, this girl I met, (laughs) This girl I met in, uh, we were in like the same mastermind for business coaching and we had never met. She lives in New York and I had this crazy idea. Like I saw the whole thing in front of me. I'm just super creative. So I was like, all right, this is, I'm not sure the technology side of this, how this is going to work, but we're going to figure this out. And I called her. I'm like, hey, I have this like multi-million dollar idea. <laughs> She's like, what? She's like, never met me. She's like, yeah. well, this girl must be on crack. Like what is she talking about? And I was like, hold up. So I like literally spilled this whole business idea to her. I'm like, okay, 
There's this hole in the market we need to fill. Someone else is going to come do it. It's brilliant. I really want to help other health coaches build the confidence to like start their blogs or start those Mm. channels and do that. Mm -hmm. And she had great experience as well doing it one-on-one. And I was like, together, I feel like we could just be a powerhouse and do this. And she immediately was like, all right, I'm in. She flew to Chicago. We walked into a bank and filmed all the videos and basically mapped out the entire business. And now we own a massive online school together. Well, <laughs> I know. I was like, wait. You yeah. filmed it. I was like, bank. in a pile of money? <laughs> no, You're like, take like... us to the safe. <laughs> <laughs> we walked into a bank and, like, got it all legal and squared away. Oh, and then, yeah. Yeah, I meant more of, like, we walked into a bank to do that part. And we, like, opened an LLC and we're like, what are we doing? Like, this is crazy. And, like, the rest is almost history. And all from that one conversation of I was like, I have an idea right now. Really? So right now, most of my life is focused on the Wellpreneur Business Academy, where we take online wow. health and wellness professionals who want to monetize their brands. So it basically went from, like, in college, this idea to post this freaking blog, health coach, online training, fitness, and then it transitioned into business coaching. So I'm just evolving as it goes. Did you ever, I mean, you just seem like someone who, if you get an idea, you do it. Or if you have that instinct or feeling, you follow it no matter what. Was there ever a moment where you got a lot of resistance and... Mm -hmm whether you push through it or not like was it that moment that you're like okay I will always follow my instinct like were you always like that from a very young age yeah I think I have while I have a lot of weaknesses like I'm not very technical I am not type a I'm not very organized but I have this like naive nature to me that believes that anything's possible and I almost Mm. like part live in the clouds like I'm a Pisces I'm a dreamer so I'm Mm. always like oh that's possible yay let's do it Mm -hmm. so I kind of always try to keep that child like naivety of like wow I could do that so I'm always kind of just like well if anybody else can do it why not why not me right like who Mm. why not so I think yeah there was some resistance in the fact that especially during the college uh you know those college years where I was getting a lot of resistance from family and friends who were like you know who are you to start this online business you can't do that you have to go to corporate you've got to go do the nine to five and I just couldn't explain to them that I just couldn't do it like it physically made me sick to think about sitting in a cubicle all day and working for someone so I've always just been kind of stubborn and naive, <laughs> like this beautiful mix of smart enough to run a business, but also have this level of I do believe like anything's possible. And yes. I think I just always hopefully want to keep that like childlike nature to me and instill that hopefully in my kids, because I think that's what actually makes a good entrepreneur, too, is someone who is stupid enough to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to have this level of like, Damn. this is a great idea. Let's do it. That's the fucking and truth. God bless mm-hmm. my business partner. She is amazing incredible she's definitely more of the like a little bit more grounded and organized than me so we just balance each other out so well and that's so nice because i think like you guys have a duo going on too Mm -hmm. it's nice to have your strengths and weaknesses and nice to make sure you guys like actually are better together Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) same though you're like we don't i think we do we balance especially like on the podcast and i just think yeah yeah, but we are similar in like what we believe yeah like your morals and your Mm -hmm. business goals but Mm -hmm. i think you guys probably have bodies (laughs) <laughs> strengths and weaknesses, right? Same. Kind of. What would you yeah. say? Your strengths and weaknesses. I mean, what's your strengths and weaknesses? I think my weakness is articulation, and you're so articulate. That is not your weakness. Well, one of them. I'm just saying, but like, I'm. I. What I mean is, I think our relationship we balance, and mm-hmm. we. I learn a lot in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Totally. Asking questions and and being very concise and expressing mm-hmm. my thoughts in the room or yeah. wherever it is. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But you're so but you're both super witty though. So I feel like you both are like very on your toes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. To make it flow. That's our uh, <laughs> That's our bread and butter. <laughs> our wit. That's our What is it? No, that's our that's our smoking gun. 
That's our. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I heard it. I heard that today. I wanted to use it. Okay. So talking about okay, really quickly, where'd you go to college? Mizzou. Oh. Okay. What do you say when you go to Mizzou? Go Mizzou. Mizzou. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about, you said entrepreneurs, there's yeah. certain people that it's for and there's certain people yeah, that it's yeah. not. Who is it for and who is it not for? Yeah, yeah. I believe it's for people. It's such a good question because I think in this industry, it's a very taboo thing to talk about because everyone's like, yay, everyone can do it. Just start a blog and you'll be great and make a million dollars. And I think that I always say you signed up for a roller coaster. Like you literally bought a ticket. Mm. So when it happens, don't be surprised when shit hits the fan. Like you have times where it sucks, have times where you don't believe in yourself. So I think you have to be someone who's willing to ride the ride and not make excuse not not make excuses, but know what you signed up for. It's not glamorous. It's not supposed to be. And I think that's why everybody is not an entrepreneur. So I think you have to be willing to pick up the messy pieces. You have to be willing to be really innovative. And to be willing to go through some shit. (laughs) And I think enough, a lot of women that we coach, I would say a good percent are, but there are some that we just have to be honest with and say, you know what, this might not be for you. And that's fine. Mm. I mean, there's some days where I'm like, God, I wish I would have someone kind of like (laughs) tell me what to do. And there's days where it sucks, you know. Mm. So you have to be someone who is willing to go through a lot of crap. What are your what do you do when you don't know what to do? Do you have like practices Mm. or mantras or, you know, people or mentors you turn to or books you read yeah I think that creativity comes from creating space so my natural reaction of course like a lot of people is to start comparing myself or to start seeing what other people are doing and that's probably the worst thing you can do honestly Mm. I detach I take a little break from social media I you know, I think we live in a world, especially this personal development world that I'm in, where it's another book, it's another course, it's another Tony Robbins conference that will fix you. And sometimes it's like it's not. Like you don't need you don't need ten landmarks and ten Tony Robbins to figure out who you mm-hmm. are. You need to just mm-hmm. step back and have mm-hmm. space in your life to say what is really going on. And mm-hmm. I think we're very quick to think it's another book I need to order on Amazon for mm-hmm. personal development. And it's like, dude, what if all the answers are just in us and we do just need to take a second, get off listen. of fucking social media breathe, go to a yoga class, go walk, go hike, and just the answers will come over time and through action. So like right now I'm going through like, okay, where do I want to take this? I'm just in another expansive state of with my show and everything. And I'm trying to just create space for the answers to come. I know that's Mm -hmm. so hippie in LA, but it's it's the truth, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It really is. Because if you ask everybody, is that really the right thing to do? Probably not. A lot of girls are like asking their, their husbands for all the answers or even their own business coach like I'm here to guide them but I'm not here to to necessarily tell them every single step of the way what they want it what they need to do mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like with a lot of the self-help books and oh, good, everything yeah. like that it's like I need to like read them in like pieces I need to yep. read them once a quarter I can't read one every single day because it's too much information and if I want to apply it I know I have to digest it and I have to think about it and it has to be like a great time when it's applicable. Yep. I can't mm-hmm. really yep. be, I used to, I went through a period when I was reading tons of self-help books all the time and it was just too much. Like at a point, I'm just like, my eyes are glazing over. I'm like, dude, I can't, <laughs> you know. I can't be more conscious. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I get it. I get it. I need to be amazing. Well, yeah. it's funny because I'm in that world, right? So a lot of our women that we coach are like, all right, is it another book I need? And while I want to be that person who's like, read this book, go to this conference. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally into that. And I, am who I am because of those those personal development things. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, all right, Angie, you just need to like, just take a second, go take a freaking bath. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not Tony Robbins that's going to give you the answer in this mm-hmm. moment of what you need to do with your life or your relationship. And 
So I, I just like to keep it real. That's kind of like my MO and I in this industry is that um, I want to be the business coach that literally just tells you exactly how it is. I'm so sick of these coaches that are like, you make 30K in one month and you just post a picture. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, you building on social media or building a podcast takes time. It takes time and it yeah. takes someone who's willing to go through the years of maybe five people listening to a show and then finally it blows up. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not sexy, so. Yeah, that's what I say. It's not sexy, but we're sexy. said it on the podcast before, (laughs) we are sexy. That I will be around the longest. Mm -hmm. Everyone else will do their blog and they'll do it for six months and they won't get the feedback that they want for six months, but I'm going to be around the longest. Oh my God, I love that because it's a game of who can stick with it. It is. It's true. It's the same with my acting. Like people are like, how long long are you going to do it for? Like, what's your timeline? I'm like, I don't know my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, Literally. Like, like yes. I don't, that going. doesn't register with me. I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when we are so young. I mean, obviously that's like your whole theme of your show is mm-hmm. what these, these powerful women under 30. I mean, we're all under 30 years old. There's no excuse for us to quit right now. Mm-hmm. We don't have five children and a mortgage. Like, why would we quit now when this is the most perfect time to literally, like, make so many mistakes? Like, I love, I can't wait to make more mistakes. I hope I lose a ton of money and just make mistakes. Yeah, what mistakes right? have like, you why made? not? Why not? Talk about those. Oh, man. So, I mean, I've watched programs that failed. Like, I think people see a lot of our successful programs now and think, like, oh, my God, that seems like it's so easy and glamorous. But we had programs that uh flopped oh shit my facebook live oh my god lol guys that was me sorry everyone oh my god i love it we're back we're alive that's all that matters yeah god what mistakes did i made make i've definitely made a lot i've invested in things that didn't end up going well whether that was Mm, like what she probably doesn't listen to your show it's fine i won't say your name but so like like an example is like a, a website a website designer when i first started out I didn't know what I wanted to do when I wanted to switch to business right away. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to hire this lady to like create this like 10K website. It's going to be beautiful. Girl, 10K. Mm. No, it was like. I can make your website for. For like $5. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I just was so like naive to it. And um, and she just never ended up really doing it. And then finally, like six months later, it was like, oh, sorry. I I didn't want to tell you that I uh, was super backed up with clients and I literally lost out on like thousands of dollars. Wait, like, what do you mean you lost your money? Like I gave her it up front and she never ended up creating oh, the site. Oh god. Are you for real? No, that like bitch. there were nights where there were nights where like I literally didn't sleep because I was so upset and I had to release that of like Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah, so it was on me for a while. And at the time, I wasn't making good money. So to me, like, that was, like, a ton of money. It still is a good amount of money. So it was really upsetting, and it caused a ton of anxiety. But now it's, like, that's that's life. So that situation's more of, like, a person screwing you over and learning Whoa. to release shitty people. Yeah. Because <laughs> wow. that's going to happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've launched programs that, like, I was like, oh, that probably wasn't a good idea to do that. Mm. But I'm constantly retesting. I mean, I I love seeing what's going on in the market and seeing what needs to be filled and I love, I love being the, the creative. I love seeing the bigger picture of everything and how it comes together. Mm. So, yeah. What holes do you see in the market right now? <sighs> yeah, that's such a good. Uh, I'm really passionate also about biohacking. So I think there's not enough females who are diving into that space. I think there's like the Dave Asprey's and the Tim Ferriss's, but mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough girls doing that. So that's a huge aspect mm-hmm. of what I'm bringing to my podcast show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then health coaches. There's this huge demand of all these health and wellness coaches coming to the surface but none of them have not a lot of them have like a marketing mind and they just want to be health coaches so they need help with the sales aspect or overcoming money blocks and Mm. getting together um their website and their blogs and how to rock facebook live i mean that's pretty much where my business partner and i generate 
90% of our business. And That's crazy. I love we that. We literally mm-hmm. launched our entire business organically without ads from Facebook Live our first round. Wow. Like amazing. And we got a ton of students. So it's it's crazy the power of just showing up, like you said, just being in it long enough and just showing up every yeah. day mm-hmm. for an audience. And the audience doesn't care if it's perfect. Like if you show up for them, like you're showing up for them. <laughs> 100%. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things I think right now that it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few years with video, mm-hmm. how it changes, how we launch programs and how we connect with people. I mean, I love Instagram story. I think that in itself is amazing that that came out and that's like changing everything right mm-hmm. now. I completely agree. Yeah. My sister hired Angie. Oh, shut yeah. up. Her, yeah. I love her. She's so, she, I was My just texting with her. So She's nice. like, I love her so much. And. My sister just graduated from her holistic nutrition yeah. program and and she like you know reached out to a few coaches and she just connected with you right away. She's yeah. like she she's like she gets me and yeah. like I love her energy and Aww. what do you think that is like yeah. especially between like women. You know what I mean? I think it's hard sometimes to connect with women. Yep. There's always like not always, but there's like a judgment mm-hmm. energy. Sometimes when you initially meet another girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, so is there something that you do to maybe like make it a neutral space or mm-hmm. what do you think sets you apart? That's so interesting you say that because my business partner and I always joke around that I'm not like a like I'm not really a girl's girl. Like mm-hmm. I was always the girls like friends with guys in college and just kind of like. I don't know. Like the idea of living in a sorority house is like my nightmare. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, like they I don't know what to say or do or like they're going to be talking about like. I don't know, painting their nails all night. Like I just, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a mix of like a girly girl and tomboy. So I always, it's always been difficult for me because I feel like girls kind of, yeah, unfortunately we still have a lot of that like judgment. Is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Is like, how do you handle all of these women that I coach? Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. being catty and stuff? Well, not, not necessarily being catty, but I mm-hmm. think, you know, when you're working with another woman, you might bring to the table some insecurities because you know that she probably has either dealt with them too or, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's... Your it, sister's really mature, though. It, she's definitely, like, emotionally mm-hmm. ready oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, a business yeah. and yeah, all that. Is. So she's one of the people I love working with because you can tell that she's ready and she's coachable where mm. she's emotionally ready for it. And again, going back to entrepreneurship, you you have to emotionally be ready for that. And I can tell that she's intellectual. She's got a lot going on. So for her, it's easy to coach her because she's she responds. And it's yeah, easy she's to, hungry for her. Yeah, she's yeah. not resistant. So with a lot of women, it's about 50-50, but some of our students, of course, it's just the name of the game, they're very resistant to it. You give them feedback and they're women. They're like, well, no, I, I can't do that or I could never do that or you know, who am I to do that? So mm. they do freak out a little bit and we hmm. feel a lot of resistance from our students, but that's our job is to challenge them. Like my favorite thing to do is help a woman get confident on Facebook Live or to do a podcast. And I think that if they have a voice, get on it, do it. And mm-hmm. they're terrified. And then within a few months, they're like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so proud that I now feel like I can speak my truth and, and share my mm-hmm. mission with people. And that's that's the my favorite part of what I do is it's not about like, oh, I found out this girl made money. I mean, that's great, but... The coolest thing is giving that woman that confidence to then hopefully take with her in other areas of her life. Yes. Because mm-hmm. when you're confident yeah. in your business, then it it actually spreads a lot into your marriage and your relationships, I found out. Because I found out I'm indirectly a relationship coach now. <laughs> <laughs> you're what? <laughs> a relationship coach. Like, wow. women, like, it's so funny in our program. We'll be like, oh, my husband didn't didn't support, support me doing me. this. And now mm. all of a sudden he's so supportive and our, our relationship's better. And I'm like, 
I'm a relationship counselor. <laughs> wow. I feel like men don't support it until they see the, the money. The money. Oh my God, so, that is so true. You know what I mean? They're like, oh yeah. They're like, good job. Yeah, your little thing, your little Etsy shop. La, la, la. <laughs> and then they see cash and they're like, yeah, that's tight, babe. The little. Did you did you see my babe made some money today yeah. selling her necklaces? Yeah. So proud of you, babe. The little Etsy shop. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that's cute. She has a little Etsy shop hobby. <laughs> when I first yeah. explained to my boyfriend what I do, it was so funny because <laughs> it was about two years. We've been dating for two and a half years. So he was coming in while I was going from health coaching to business coaching. And he was like, so what do you do? And we were like at dinner. I remember like on our second <laughs> date. I'm like, so I'm basically an online entrepreneur. I own this school. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then when they find out like what you do or how much you make, they're like, oh, it's a jo- oh, it's a job. Oh shit, you know. And he's like, you make more than me, bitch. Like what? Yeah. And so it was funny because immediately I was like, no, like it's like a real business. Like it's a full time job. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so funny that guys initially think it's like a joke, and he didn't 100%. understand what it was. He was like, oh, it's cute. It's like a video thing. And I'm like, no, it's like a job. <laughs> he's like, do you just sit around all day and like pick your nose and take selfies? I'm like, no, no, like no. it's a job. <laughs> Speaking of like charging for your services, oh God, how so do you funny. coach your mm-hmm. yeah. clients? You yeah. know, I was even talking to my sister about this early on, early on, yeah. like before she even met you. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you're charging what? Yeah. So it's just like kind of knowing your worth. How do you coach them through that? Yeah, it's a real thing, especially as for women. I don't know what it is, but as women, because we're em- empathetic and a lot of the women we coach are empaths that usually empaths become health coaches or some sort of wellness mm. lifestyle coach because we care about people and we give a shit. They don't want to charge for what they do because they think that it's mutually exclusive. Making a lot of money and doing a lot of good in the world. They think it's mutually exclusive. I think I heard you say this once on the show. Mm, I loved this. Yeah, you said something like, I want to make a ton of money. I want to be a millionaire or something before Mm -hmm. I'm 30. And I also want to do a lot of good and help a lot of people or inspire a lot of people. Like those two can be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not before I'm 30. Let's. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I don't have that much. She's time. like, Whoop. yeah. I'm like, oh, let's. Uh, but I did say that. No, I was like, somebody said that. I'm trying to remember. What <laughs> I said I want to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and do it with with class and know that you can help people in the process and it doesn't have to be like gross, gross and feel weird. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better than having a mutual exchange of energy and knowing I feel good that the client's going to show up. She paid to pay attention. And she's actually going to show up to the call. She's going to be present. She's going to be held accountable. And if not, then why? when you discount people, they don't show up. They don't do shit. We give away. I'm going to say this right now. I hope my some of my students listen to this. We give away a scholarship every single class, session of our class. And a lot of times, 9 out of 10, that girl who wins the scholarship, most of the time, they don't end up being the most successful student or showing up to anything. Wow. Because they were given it for free. And it's just proof in the pudding. Like Tony Robbins. Like I had to find five thousand dollars when I was nineteen. I sold a car to go to Tony Robbins. Like I did wow. yeah, I like sold my That's car <laughs> to take the money and go to Tony Robbins. And I went and then that like opened my eyes. Did it change too. the game for you? Yeah. yeah, it really did. Just because I mean I love him, obviously. Like mm-hmm. shout out Tony if you're listening. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> he's he on does. next week. Yeah. Oh, he's on the yeah. oh, he's on yeah. The, yeah. He's on the docket. <laughs> Thank God he's after me because I would have been really embarrassed. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> He's on the dock. God, I wish. But um, it opened my eyes to this world of seeing the people in the audience just see hope. And that, to me, is so surreal and so cool. And Mm -hmm. I just remember crying because I was like, wow, I don't know what it is I'm going to do one day, but I really hope that I can get a room of people to just feel alive like that. So he just opened my eyes to the possibility of coaching and what it can really do for people. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I love him. And um, I think with money, it's realizing that you are worth it and realizing that if you don't charge what you are worth, you're going to feel really you're going to get tired you're going to get burnt out and you're not going to bring your best self or bring your best work so you're actually doing a disservice to the client as well 
Because mm. if you're not paid well, you're like, I'm not showing up. I'm not doing it. If you don't mm. want to do it. The client, it's just like, who wins in that mm-hmm. situation? And I tell our girls, don't give discounts to friends. All these girls are like, oh, what's well, my grandma's grandma's daughter's cat? Like, whatever. I'm like, whatever. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Like, I love she's that advice. Show up. I had a friend today who just hired me full price, didn't ask anything. And she's like, I'm ready. Let's do this. So it's it's nice to have that exchange and know she's my close yes. friend, but I'm not going to her work and I'm not like, hey, give me free massages or whatever yeah, she does. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's uh, it's interesting as women. I think we're stepping into this era where we are building more confidence around knowing that we can charge a lot and accept that and be okay with that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What are your, what's like a common theme you see throughout mm-hmm. the people that you coach? Ooh, like a confidence thing or more of a content thing? Maybe both. Yeah. I feel like you relate to this too, just being a blogger and just mm-hmm. being an actress too because your life's so much about content. They think that they're not creative. Hmm. I'm not creative. I'm not creative enough. So who am I to create content? And mm. it's like that famous Jim Quick co- quote is, you don't have creativity, you do creativity. I just got back from San Diego, so I was hanging out in Sanitas with like, the most hippy dippy people ever and I left and I was like I'm doing ayahuasca and then I did some research I'm like I'm not doing ayahuasca (laughs) it's hard to find it you gotta get like a real you have to go to like Chile yeah you gotta go yeah you gotta get a shaman you gotta go to Peru and you like and puke and stuff and Mm -hmm. I I just I'm I'm 80% (laughs) confused Yeah, I'm ready to poop. Convinced. She's <laughs> gonna wear her romper. I'm gonna wear the same romper I've been wearing for a week. I'm gonna poop in it. And that's gonna be the death of my romper. <laughs> but I'm you're gonna, gonna find it. yourself, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, the Holy Spirit." I know what would happen. I would just like see myself as a kid, and I'd be like, "I love you, dude." And I'd see my mom be like, "I love you, dude." And then it'd be over. <laughs> I love you, dude. I love you. I would literally. That would be mine. That's it. We're at peace now. Yeah, it's like cool. This is tight. <laughs> I'm gonna puke. I know the <laughs> things that people told me happened, and they saw you're just like, what? Wow. Yeah. I'm like Jesus. So it was funny because some of them there, like the super hippy dippy ones, are like, so where do you get your creativity then if you're not like doing plant medicine every day? And I was like, I, I don't know. I think God like kind of put the me world. in shrooms. Yeah, like the world. I don't know. Yeah. So I think it's 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 if you're a woman who's creating content, know that you can. You don't have to. Don't think because you weren't considered creative in school or artistic that you can't now become a phenomenal content creator. I think you can become a good writer. I think you can become a good speaker, but you have to be willing to get really messy mm-hmm. and like mess up on video yeah. and have the worst maybe podcast and then just get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to. Even some of the best podcasters or you know people we see on YouTube right now, they they may have sucked when they first mm-hmm. started. So you have to keep trying. You just you have, have to, to d- like, in the process of do doing it. it, I get inspired. Yeah. I could sit all fucking day and say, mm-hmm. okay, tomorrow I'm going to start writing this mm-hmm. thing. And until I just sit down and literally put my pen to paper or make mm-hmm. a creative, like, set a creative date. So I, yeah. like, meet up with a friend who or I know like I want to write with date. or, like, film something with. And I did it yesterday and I had no idea what I wanted to do with her. But I was like, I think you're so talented. Mm. Yeah. And then we just sat and, like, things came of it. And now we have ideas. So it's just like doing that and mm-hmm. connecting. Mm-hmm. And realizing that it's not about being like the smartest or most creative person. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people on YouTube who have like 50,000 hits in an hour. And it's like her and her cat and she's vlogging. Like the world yeah. is literally like. The <laughs> world is true. weird. Like anything is literally possible now. And I mean yeah. that in a good way and a bad way. Yeah. Like the fact that that girl's probably monetizing the shit out of that channel. And she's like, <laughs> it's me and my cat. Today's Monday. Is it sad? I don't know. Anyways, bye. Yeah. It's like, what the I know. So my kids are not going to college. They are literally going to start like a YouTube channel. Wow. I'm actually like, I'm actually like planning the scene now. I'm like, what will my children do? They're going to be homeschooled hippies. And they're Mm -hmm. going to like, Mm -hmm. drink green Mm -hmm. juice in California. And I'm going to be like, dude, start social media now. Start a brand. I know you're only eight. You got this. You got (laughs) this. Get a little skateboard brand. (laughs) 
I mean, think in 20, whatever this is going to be, I don't know. But, I mean, the the possibilities to monetize and have, like, an online store. Even Etsy. There's girls crushing Etsy. And crushing. It's like they're making bracelets all day. How amazing is that? Mm. We Are any of your clients on Etsy? Time. No. No, a lot of them do Pinterest. They okay. love pinning. Okay. Do and they, they actually, pin, like, their recipes? Yeah, and they actually, we have, like, Pinterest experts who come on to teach them how to link it back for SEO and mm. how to actually use it as a huge funnel for their business. It is huge. It's underrated. It mm-hmm. is. Well, it's it's a Google search engine. So, mm. technically, wow. YouTube and Pinterest are the only two that if you put your content on there, SEO will see it, and then it's up on search. So, then, let's say I type in, like, paleo brownies. Oh, I found Stephanie's site. Yay. I'm going to hire Stephanie. Really? Like, you just never know if I wouldn't have. So, you'd, the Pinterest it. pin would come up. Technically, yeah. I mean, if she was, if you're in Pinterest, she linked looking, it back. Or she linked it back to the yeah. site. So I, I never got into Pinterest. Thank God. I feel like it's a black hole, but it can be great for business. I didn't either, but I use it. Oh, you do. Hundred, yeah. Okay, you do. And does it bring traffic? You think? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. then after hey. Instagram, it's my second. Wow. Yeah. And you don't have to do anything really. You just have yeah. to. I just link every post that I have and every photo I do. Oh, I, I love that. So low maintenance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So that's so smart. That's the smart, the smart platforms to be on that yeah. you just don't have to touch and while you sleep. You're getting traffic. Yeah. And that's why I love podcasting because mm-hmm. people can be searching, find a topic, and boom, you're getting yeah. more downloads. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah. The podcast is called that. Hungry for More. I like your song. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I love it. I changed it to like a hip hoppy song when I moved to LA. Yeah, it's I was dope. like, this feels good. I started it actually two years ago and I put it on hold. So mm. I started it a while back, put it on hold because I wanted to focus on the academies, but then I kept getting this urge like mm. literally in the middle of the night i was like god i just mm. i fucking love talking to people and i love that. asking questions and i love like this is my favorite thing to do right Same. now literally Same. but i fucking love this yeah, so it's everything so it just kept eating at me that i was like i need to i need to uh get back on it and so it's been about e- eight 11 months now but back on it yeah almost a year and it's been amazing so my spin on it is a little bit more business entrepreneurship and mm. now i'm gonna add in some like biohacking pieces but I'm really trying to step back and figure out what I want to do with that show Mm. because I want to create an experiential show. So basically what that is, is I record the audio of me doing things. So Mm. I'm going into, let's say, whether it's an event, let's say I'm doing like cryotherapy, like something fun and interesting and unique, whether it's like high performance living, business, whatever that is. And Mm. then you hear the audio of me then that experience Mm. and then I put it on the show. So I'm like really Mm. trying to like think really outside the box. How could I make this? Like Tim Ferriss, but way cooler. I love that. <laughs> that is cool. Bye, I do. I do love those experiential podcasts because yeah. you you close your eyes and you feel like What's you're there. What's an experiential podcast example? Like the <laughs> Missing Richard Sibbins oh, yeah. um, was part narration and part experiential. Mm-hmm. So they'd go, you know, to Slimmons and interview his students, and mm-hmm. but like be there and be in the class and you hear the music and yeah. the whatever or they'd be like parked outside of his house and mm-hmm. you hear like the, the car going by and the maid and the whatever. So I think it's, yes, you're right. It's outside of the box and it feels. Even Gary Vee, he'll do that. a little bit of, like you said, when someone walks in, he'll be like, all right guys, what's up? Okay. Are we recording? Let's go. And like, you just hear the mm-hmm. raw experience of people walking into his office. So even that is being the fly on the wall. I want to create like fly on the wall series or episodes where you're hearing what they think they shouldn't be hearing or like conversations or me like doing weird stuff. Like ayahuasca, or yeah. <laughs> no, no, someone asked me to do that. I was like, I'm like not sure. Vlog that. style. It's kind of like a vlog, but the audio. But I'm gonna do the. I'll take the video when I can and put the video yeah. on uh, on YouTube. But I mean, I get more traction on Facebook Live. So I mean, I, I don't know where I'll take the video portion yet. But uh, yeah, I want to do that, and then I want to do. It's called like edutainment. It's basically like uh, what do they call it? Like or like 
infotainment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's basically like education and entertainment. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being like an informative show where it's very like <clears throat> a dry- It's like Magic School Bus. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no joke. That image of the Magic right? School Bus was in my head 10 seconds was ago. Was it really? Wait. Are you? Are connected. Yeah. What the fuck? That's like Bill actually Nye. freaking me. Bill out. Nye, I think, lived on the street for me. Bill Nye has a show on Netflix. Yo, he's about to blow up again. Really? I heard his show wasn't that good. <laughs> it's not good at all. But oh, he's no. like at the forefront of this whole like, please believe that the climate is changing. Oh, he, is. Because, he rocks. Oh my god, he it fucking is. rocks. He rocks. He supports he's the cute. I love him. No, no, oh. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. He, he, he believes supports knowledge of global warming. Oh. Yeah, like of global, not global <laughs> yeah. warming. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not like he doesn't want global warming. <laughs> he's not like, yes, planet, heat up. Yeah, he, he's like, he's education on it. Yeah, the oh. show's not good, but it's, you know. That's a bummer. What's it about? It's driven by, like, these celebrities that come on and basically, like, they plea. They talk about, like, the planet, but in, like, a weird, like, kind of kitschy, like, knee slapper weird way. Okay. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I just think there's a a huge world for that. I think that's going to be the next thing, I guess, is taking, if you can, like humor and uh, like entertainment and then making sure you have like some knowledge bombs in there. Essentially, Mm -hmm. you guys, I would consider your show to Mm be, um, what what is the word I'm looking for? Edgy. Awesome. No, like the mixture of like entertainment and information. They call it endu. Taint, Let's call it edutainment. Edutainment. They call it, it edutainment. edutainment. I don't even know the fucking word. We're inspo hilarious tainment. Exactly. <laughs> like you're getting some knowledge bombs, but we're also having just a real conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That is my vision. Not That's not everybody's. There's some podcast show like, welcome to episode three. And today we're going to talk about Facebook ads. And like, it's so edited. And you're like, blah, blah, blah. I know. And you're like, mm-hmm. and so, Some days I want that. Some days I'm yeah. like, okay, just like feed me it like very clean like mm-hmm. that. Some like, days no. I'm like. I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I cross my eyes. That's true. Exactly. And I think that's what you have to figure out who you are. Because if that's you, like, go with that. People want to take out their notepad and take little notes. It's like a little classroom. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so sick of hearing that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't need more information today. I just want to listen to two girls just having a conversation. Yeah. And just get away from the world a little bit. And so just check I, out a little bit. I love that. That's, like, more just authentic to me, I feel. So, I mean, like, J.P. Sears. You guys know who that is, obviously? No. Because no. J.P. Sears is. Oh, my God. A girl or guy? <laughs> A guy, he's basically like, he basically makes fun of like all these trends and stuff. You got to watch his YouTube videos, but it's hilarious. He's got the driest sense of humor, but he's literally built this massive following just from being witty and funny. But it's kind of education at the same time. So really, same thing. I think that's going to be the new, the new thing if you can do it in a in a fun way. Right. Give it a yeah. I like that. Wait, so can you tell our audience what biohacking is? Yeah. So biohacking is essentially, I'm a nerd, I love the science of taking your body and your mind to the next level. So biohacking can be anything from meditation to uh, like mind, body, spirit work to basically becoming the most like high performance human, aka like these people who take it really far, like Dave Asprey, who are like chugging bulletproof coffee all day, like jumping in their shower cold naked and like have these weird things under their bed. So I'm like super dorky and into all that. And I think that there's room for a woman to come out and and be the guinea pig and say, hey, this is what I'm experimenting as long as it's safe and saying this is what I'm doing to see Mm, if it helps my mental clarity, my performance, my energy, health and wellness, um, whether it's like intermittent fasting, a keto diet. Like I'm just trying random shit to see how my body responds and share with the audience. Are you in ketosis? I'm actually, no, hell no, not right now. (laughs) I did it for like a day and then I like ate some rice cakes. (laughs) (laughs) Shit went Wait, down. did you get into ketosis? No, no, no. I mean, I've done try. it. I've done it briefly in the past. I actually did it like a few years ago, but I haven't done it in a few years. Right. But I would try it again for sure, just to 
be a guinea pig because I love doing that. I think there's nothing more fun than just experimenting different yeah. tools and technology yeah. and diets and nutrition. That's like my favorite thing to do. But as long as it's safe and then I can report to the audience and give them information on, hey, I'm going to sift out all the shit for you and tell you if this is legit, if it's not, should you mm. do this, should you not? Totally. Because so many women, they don't want to experiment. They don't want to know. And it's cool to be able to say, hey, this is something I did today or this is like an IV I got. Do you need this? Do you not? So that's how I see biohacking is basically just utilizing technology to experiment and have fun and see what we can do with our body. I agree. Taking it to the next level. Yeah. I mean, it's the new thing like high performance living. And I know out yeah. here in California, it's like there's a biohacking event or people are oh, so there into is. that. Mm. Oh, like, really? There's events all the time. Yeah. But cool. I feel like the rest of the nation in the world, it's not oh, that 100%. Big. Like people in Idaho are like, wait, what is yeah, cryotherapy? I'm 100%. Like, like, you don't know. That, like, I didn't even realize that. Like until I, I don't know where I was. I don't know, but I was in Detroit last week. Oh, and fun. everyone, everything was like, everything I did was like crazy. Really? Oh, like everything yeah, yeah, yeah. My like life so was like out. they did not understand my life. Like they don't even understand the green smoothies here. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, like, but I'm gonna put some banana and pineapple yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Or just like, like a teaspoon of sugar. Like, it's froyo, right? Yeah. <laughs> like um. Sure. They're like mm. a sci- a sci-fi bowl? A one bowl? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But that's California. California's a few years ahead with everything. I feel like mm-hmm. like fashion, entertainment, mm-hmm. health and wellness. It's like we're right ahead of the curve. So like you're getting stuff and then it's filtering out and going to everyone else, which yeah. is thus why I moved pretty much. I mean yeah. to literally Yeah, tell us about the move. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like that's a huge deal. I literally just moved mm-hmm. last huge week. Huge deal. Hey. From Chicago. <laughs> no, uh, from Colorado. Chicago. Chicago? Yeah. We yeah. Why did I think you were in Colorado? Really? Oh, I Colorado. wish. Colorado's awesome. Wait, that's so weird. And I wish. I'm, I'm on planet there. Mars. Hello. So good old Chicago. I love Chicago. I, I do. I know you live there. Like, I have a soft spot for it. It's a beautiful city, good people, good food. But I literally came home crying one day a few times to my boyfriend. I was like, I can't do the cold anymore. And he's Aww. like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just don't feel alive here. Mm. I feel like I'm just like, meh. Everything was just like, meh. And you just don't feel like, I want to go hike. I want to go bike. I want to go meet up with people but oh wait it's too fucking cold out Mm -hmm. and that's not fair and that's not authentic to my personality I'm super like hyper outgoing person so I'm like I can't sit in a room all day when it's 20 below 20 you know how freaking cold it gets there it's literally so cold sometimes you cannot like feel your face like people die people like homeless yeah Yeah. like people literally die homeless people and they literally die it's so cold and it's so sad and so it wasn't fun anymore and I wasn't into like drinking and going out to bars. I'm like, cool. All my friends in LA are like going hiking and doing these fun, adventurous things. And here I am sitting here and I'm like, wow, I wish I could go mm. live my life. And so it sounds silly, but I literally moved for that. And then for my career, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, there's a huge hub of You're gonna kill the game. Oh my entrepreneurship, God. creative yeah. people. Yes. And like it's talking amazing. to you guys about it. And everybody I pretty much bring on my show lives out here. So I got to the point where I was like, why I need to go interview them live and do this. So <laughs> Jonathan was like you really want to do this, don't you? I'm like, I'm dead serious. He's like, we are never moving to LA. People are weird there. And then sure enough, six months later, he's like, woo, let's go. We're moving to LA. Shut Aww. up. Yeah, he transferred his Aww. job and everything for me. He moved across country, doesn't know a soul. Well, maybe Wait, I'm obsessed with that. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm literally doing this for you. I'm like, I know you're you're like my OG. He's awesome. So That's amazing. He packed his bags. He transferred his job. And he knows maybe one person, and um, I said to him, listen, like, I got to do this for my career for a while, and I have a good head on my shoulders, so I feel like L.A. is a good city to go to when you're emotionally, like, I know who I like, who I don't, who I mm-hmm. want to be with, who I don't. Mm-hmm. I can sense good people immediately. You just know who's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. 
So I'm not nervous. I mean, I know a lot of people gave me the whole like, be careful in LA. About what? I don't. I don't know. Didn't you hear that? Like, people are weird and mean. They're like they're fake. They're gonna, they'll take advantage of you. Yeah. They'll try to make yeah. you. They'll, I'm like, oh, you, I'll, you'll have to sleep with them on a couch. I'm like, somewhere. I'm not sleeping with any dudes to get to the. I'm top. Like, oh, I'll stop <laughs> hanging out at the SLS on Thursday nights mm. trying to meet like directors. Like, it's mm. like, yo, if you're doing weird shit, weirdos are gonna be around. <laughs> don't wear anywhere, anywhere you go. Exactly. But I, I feel like. You just, you will attract the good people. Literally, I, maybe on my one hand, I can count the amount of like, like crazy, mm-hmm. bitchy, or assholes that I've met I here. Honestly, anyone. I really, I yeah. haven't. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, my Wait, crew here from? is fucking amazing. Pennsylvania. That's right. Okay. So yeah. East Coast. Wow. Yeah. East Coast. Yeah. And you find them a lot in New I found a lot in New York, but I don't know. Here, like, I love mm-hmm. the energy here. I love it. good, right? Where are, are you living? Um, I'm in Bel Air. So, like, nice. north of San- Santa Monica. I didn't want to be in, like, the West Hollywood. Uh, that was a little too, like, crazy for me. So I needed 100%. something chill. Yeah. Very Cali feeling. So we're in, uh, like, right across from the Getty Center, like, in the mountains. So it's, like, pretty, pretty chill. Shut it's really up. nice. So, like, when I found it, I was like, Jonathan, we are doing this because I can't live in West Hollywood. He's like, why not? I'm like, I know it's fun, but, like, yeah, no. I need to just be able to have a place that I can, like, record and, like, yeah. have, like, an oasis. So, um, yeah, it's a good location. And, um it's been interesting. I can already feel the the difference in the excitement and the energy. Yes. And yeah, there's just like cool, really cool hub of really young, passionate entrepreneurs. And it's so cool to meet people who are like 25 to 28 years old who are just like crushing it. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different world out here. It's a different world. But it's also a different world of like what people think is good money out here. And like everything is just yeah, kind of like. true. It's so different. Because it's so expensive to live here. Yeah. Like I spent like, I think, 500 bucks just on like green smoothies in like a month. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Easily. I spent 1K at Ear One. Yeah. Every fucking month. Literally. I heard about Ear One. I haven't been yet. Yo. I, I know. I just spent $15 on two pieces of toast mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so good though. Like, I think everyone was laughing at me. It makes me so happy. To go <laughs> Literally. It's okay, but it's like gluten free, so it's, it's it was <laughs> this paleo. Um, so what 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 advice would you give yeah. for girls that are trying to like that are entrepreneurs or starting their own business? What advice would you give them as they're starting? Absolutely, if they're starting an online business, I think it's good to have a focus somewhat of what you do. I really believe that having a niche or at least knowing who you are and why it's a little bit different is is huge. Mm-hmm. And I also think that they should get the support they need if they're not getting it from their husband obviously or a good group of friends like do go to courses get a coach Mm -hmm. do those things to get in that mental space of seeing what's possible Mm -hmm. and i remember i hired coaches just to literally see like oh my god she was charging that like how how is that possible how does that work Mm -hmm. and then realizing that that up made me up level so i would say absolutely invest in yourself find out what your focus is and solve a problem i mean entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. is solving a problem in the market and that could literally just be entertainment like this is literally entertainment right now but Solve a problem. You make money by solving problems. So you look in, see what's going on, and say, this is what needs to be filled. Mm. This is the problem I'm going to solve, whether it's a wellness coach, a life coach. And then you fill that need. And if you can help a lot of people, you can make good money. I think people overcomplicate it, but doing that is is definitely the first steps. And then being tenacious as hell. And like you said, literally creating content till you're so sick of creating content. Mm-hmm. And then do it some more, and then you'll have a business. <laughs> What does creating content right? mean? I mean, picking your, your source of platform, whether it's video, like yeah. podcasting. I think video and podcasting are the, the top two hottest ones right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're a great writer, you don't you don't need to get on video. I know some girls are really nervous. Mm-hmm. I think you do need some video aspect to stand out, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Whether that even is just you Instagram living or Instagram mm-hmm. storying totally. every day. 
or even Snapchatting. There's a ton of people who build business on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, if you're a great writer, then blog your life away, write and and do newsletters and really utilize that to create posts mm-hmm. and see where you get the most traction. Um, Instagram's amazing. I know that's basically where you've built your business. I think it's growing and it's going to get even bigger. And I'm putting more focus now on it too because the power of the visuals, it's searchable and you're able to link things and tag other people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. So and it's like true. a magazine. It's mm-hmm. literally the perfect platform that has everything mm-hmm. we'd want. I like it more than Facebook now. Hell yeah. yeah. That's why I seek to make my Instagram page look like an editorial. Oh, it's beautiful. Like I want it to be like just like an editorial. It's so pretty. You guys always have like your pictures on fleek. Thanks. I try really hard. <laughs> I try really hard <laughs> to be a model really every day. really <laughs> fucking hard. So... Um, what is like one of your favorite quotes or words that to live by? Ooh, I love the quote that is up. What would you do if you could not fail? That's one of my Mm. favorites. And then I Mm. have this huge quote in my room and it says, go set the world on fire. It's one of my favorites. I don't know what it is. I just love it. I wake up and I read it. I'm like, yes, Mm. just go fucking set the world on fire. Like whatever that means for you. Right. That could just be. Even if you aren't an entrepreneur listening to this, you just want to go crush it at your job. Like, go go do something good for this world, and you're here for a reason. So that's probably one of my favorite ones right now. I love that. Because if you don't focus on the money and you just focus on, like, doing what you do best, focus on your strengths, and go help a lot of people, I think it all falls into place. I love that. Yeah. What, do you, what do you do when you wake up and what do you do before you go to bed? Oh. Like, your most important. I that, too. Yeah. That's really cool. So I wake up um, when what I'm. What time? I wake up at about seven. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I wake up at seven. Um, I go, I try to go outside right away. So I love, mm. especially now that I'm in California, this was like my dream to do this. So I've, this last week has been like, yes, I can do this. Mm. <laughs> so I wake up right away and I, uh, I try not to look at my phone, but I'm not going to lie to you. I look at my phone to see who called to see if it's like any emergencies. Sometimes I'll check Instagram if I'm like really feeling it. I try mm-hmm. not to get into that world. I know everyone's like, don't get on social media. Mm-hmm. Because it's so negative. It's so impressionable. But in the early hours. So hard. If I get so caught hard. into Instagram, I, I'm, it's like I'm looking for something mm-hmm. to be sad about, to be completely honest. Wow. To yeah. be sad about. See, I follow yep. a lot of really good, positive people, though. So for me, I never search really for something to like upset me Why? in the morning. It's very weird. I'm just very impressionable. Oh, so I'll search for like an email. I'm not like I'm not like I'm looking like God. I can't wait to cry. It's like mm-hmm. I'll just like I'll, I'll find that one email that will like be like a bummer. Yeah. Or, like, I'll get on Instagram and be like, wow, like, I'm kind of feeling like I'm shit. You know, I just oh. kind of, I'm just very impressionable. Weird. Like, it's like the comparison mm-hmm. trap is high. Mm-hmm. You're just vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll check it briefly, but I love to go outside. My favorite thing to do is I download a podcast. Mm-hmm. The Almost 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> every single, every single day. <laughs> Don't have to pitch you on your own show. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Stupid. They're listening, obviously, to the show. <laughs> and I download one. And, like, the night before, I'll download one. And then I just go on my, like, hour-long walk, get the vitamin D low intensity cardio and do the podcast and that is like my phone is on airplane mode and I'm just like taking in information like a little nerd and I just Mm. love to soak it Mm. in Um, and then I'll go in and if I'm going to the gym I'll go to the gym or go to a yoga class and then I'll check my email so I actually don't like to start till 11 a.m. that's like my prime Mm. I feel like I got to like you know have breakfast go on a walk kind of just chill out Mm -hmm. go to a class if I want to and then like fart around a little bit and then I can jump into like actual emails, actual work, content creation. So I work from about 11 to 5 or 11 to 6 mm-hmm. every day. Not not that many hours. I mean, I try to keep it to that, but I do a little bit every day. So instead of taking weekends off, I will still do a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. I found that works well for me. Um, like we're in launch season right now, so I'll probably work at least a few hours every day. But if not, then I'll try to spend Saturdays with Jonathan because that's like our like house rule. <laughs> 
It's like mm. Saturdays are our day and date day, but it's hard when you work for yourself. You guys mm-hmm. know you want to keep yeah. checking everything and who emailed me and you're mm-hmm. thinking about the show. Who should we interview next? It's like it's yeah. always on your mind. So I'm working right now on that balance of separating my brand and me and life yeah. off of all of mm. this shit because totally. there is a life outside of it. And it's difficult because it becomes you. Yeah. Your brand becomes you when it is you authentically, too. And, and so there's good and bad to it. Yeah. So he's always like, oh, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So I think I've had to learn, like, I'm not on my phone when I'm with him. I'm living life. Go back to it another time. So Yeah, that's the key. And then at night, I love baths. I love baths. Mm. <laughs> I'm like a baby mm. grandma. I, my audience and I, I call myself a baby grandma, which means I go to bed at like 9, 930. Same. Okay, yeah. good. I was like, oh, yeah, don't make fun of me. Like, it's it's <laughs> 27 years old and I Fuck go to bed. Game. <laughs> Fuck bed at 9 forever. <laughs> and so I love it. I just like chill out. I maybe read a book. And uh, I love my sleepy time tea. It's magnesium. You like it, right? It's yeah. called Pure Calm. It's like mm-hmm. the best. So I like sip on that. I'll take a nice like bubble bath and just chill. Oh, love that. And I go to sleep. I, I love it. I feel so good. I sleep from like, I know people are like, oh my God, she sleeps this long. I probably do like 10 to 7. No, that's perfect. Wow. 10 that's to my 7 dream. is my prime. I do, I do like 10 to 5, hours. but I would do 10 to 7 if I could. Dude, I'm a baby. No, that's great. Yeah. You get up at 5? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I, I work nine to five. Oh, okay. I so I do say. stuff before I go in. Oh, okay. That's smart to get up. Um, yeah. And I like to get up early. I feel like mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> I yeah. feel I'm like everyone's asleep and I'm up. Taking over yeah. the day. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. <laughs> I like. Okay. Yeah. So that was, okay. So I guess that's a day in the life thing. So I was going to ask you a day in yeah. the life. So getting up. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what are your goals for this year? Like, what would you like to create? This year, uh, Jen and I have some pretty, I guess you could say, big goals for our course. Mm. We'd love to, by, I guess, in the next 12 to 14 months, we want to hit cumulatively in sales $1.1 million uh, as a school, and as a business, with our student numbers. So that's like our like big monetary goal, I guess you could say. But honestly, it's the first time that I'm just taking a bre- break, and I want to... I moved to L.A. to also just, like, enjoy life and, like, Mm. pick up some new hobbies and, like, meet really good Mm. people and, like, Mm -hmm. build some new good girlfriends and, like, just work on my relationship also with Jonathan. Like, I'm also, like, this is the first time that I'm, like, can I create goals that are not so monetary business focused? Mm. So while I would love to say it's, like, ooh, do this and create all of that, I'm, like, I just want to really enjoy life for a bit as as while, while I'm doing this. And then figure out what my new vision for my show is and put that together and bring on some badass guests and just have fun. My whole motto is if it's not fun, I do not do it. Mm. I am such a yellow. If you guys have ever taken those like personality tests, mm. yellow is like, if there's a party, I'm there. And red's yeah. like very structured, you know, like, oh, this must be done this way. I am mm. like, if it's not fun, I don't do it. Yeah. Like I'm all about fun. So for me, my show isn't fun. I don't, I don't record it. I don't press, you know, press. Uh, I don't uh, air the show. Yeah. If something we're doing in our course isn't fun, I'm like, how can we make this more fun? Because to me, that's why we're here. 100%. So I'm all about that. And I know people think that's like so weird to talk about because they're like, oh, this shouldn't business be really intense. But when you have fun with it, things just flow so much better. Mm. Things don't always have to be like super painful. Well, people take life so seriously. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. we is... did our human design reading, which <sighs> you should get. We should, we should get that. Yeah. You need to. And so I'm sure you're this? similar because I feel the same way as you where mm-hmm. I need to be stimulated in a positive, joyful way yeah. by something yeah. or else I can't. Well, humor it. is like your, just been watching you and stuff. Mm. Your humor is like your, uh, like your language. That's like mm. your yeah. root, right? You're 100. rooted in humor. That's how she connects with people. That's how you express yourself mm-hmm. like even just watching your instagram stories i'm like she's so funny like that's just kind of your thing mm-hmm. so i think people who have that root of like laughter and being goofy and silly and humor like that's where we connect with people so if we don't have that life just kind of doesn't 
feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, like if I, I can't be a goofball with my closest girlfriend. If you can't laugh with someone, I don't know what you guys do. I know. Like if I like I had a conversation with someone that <laughs> so was true. wanted to be a podcast guest, mm. and we didn't laugh one time on the phone. It was real weird. I was like, "What's Were happening?" Were you dropping your like? Oh yeah. Funny shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like trying. But then I turn around and I go 180 and I get real crisp. When did you guys decide to, to, to partner and do this? Am I allowed to ask you a question? Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's cut this off. <laughs> Don't ask us anything. Yeah. It was uh, just over a year ago. A year no. ago, yeah. How did you know that you would flow well together like this? We didn't. We didn't. Oh, you were just friends and you were like, we should do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about that today, how thankful I am. Yeah. It's crazy. You just flow really well. Yeah. You just know crazy. who talks when. Yeah. Wow. It is real weird that we, yeah, we know who's going to talk when, we know. But also our friendship is just so easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I think we just knew that it would be something. Yeah. Because of, like. It's like you can be unapologetic, like, like we're talking for, from 5 a.m. until 10 p.m. every day. Like, just about, like, ideas, what's going on, scheduling, money, sound, where we're going, blah, 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 blah. So, like, it's like. It's just nice, too, because it's like I don't I'm not like every second with most people. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, love you. Like, la, 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 la. But like now with Lindsay, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like I can kind of be just like and I know she knows I love her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like easy. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Sweet. See you later. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was your vision for it? Last question. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm, wrap I'm, such a, I'm such a inquisitive, like little like creature. I'm Same. Like, so when you went into it, was your vision, dude, let's do this. We're gonna build a massive business. Or like, dude, let's just let's just have fun and create a show. Because people need this in their lives. Probably what have was fun the and create a show? I what know. was the motive? Yeah. Not much business. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. early on and the show has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it started out like super uh Goon Potty. Goon Potty. What yeah, does it's goon like, potty. It's just like a goon pot. It's just like a goon. <laughs> It's just talking like, about weird shit that like, like a goof. yeah and it and though it was funny and people connected with it 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 only connected so far and yeah we, we kind of wanted to those conversations like were felt a little bit surface because we're talking about like oh when we were in our 20s and uh-huh. we're this and and so you know transitioning into our 30s like what is the purpose here like why are we talking about this mm-hmm. so that we can navigate this transition and hopefully help yeah. other people navigate and it's not just going from your 20s to your 30s mm-hmm. you know it's about any transition whether you're wanting to start your own business or you're moving across the country or you're mm-hmm. starting a new relationship or trying or to you're take gay. or you're gay <laughs> <laughs> that's next week's episode yeah, I'm in LA. Oh my meanwhile God. i'm in my, <laughs> my dude clothes right. yeah dude clothes i love it yeah. you guys you guys yeah. flow very well thanks you just Thank feel you. it it just like there's thanks. not even any hesitation yeah you it's just really nice you win and that's like the most beautiful relationship we're like a siamese twin just get married and just have babies and <laughs> okay <laughs> How how can our <laughs> listeners connect with you? Because I know they're gonna want. To just yeah. Show up on my doorstep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in Bel Air. Yeah. Actually, I did get a message from a, a weirdo that said she wanted to be in my bushes. Why? It was. She just likes my stuff a lot. What about? Really she wants she, to be in your bushes. She basically wrote like a whole email about how she wanted to be my best friend, and like she was like, "Oh, not like I'm in your bushes or anything." LOL. Like it got creepy. So. Oh wow. You just brought up just some, one. Yeah. What do email? you mean? <laughs> no, she sent several. Uh, we mm. actually had like a stalker alert. Anyway. 
Hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode. Yeah. Well, she probably will. She'll she, find you. She probably will and download yeah. it and love it. <laughs> yeah. They can find me on Facebook. You can find Angie Lee. That's where I do a lot of my live streams. Or you can find me on my podcast, which is the Hungry for More podcast. Which is so good. So, so good. I love it. It's uh, it's fun. I try to bring out the weirdness in people. You and get do. them to say stuff that mm-hmm. other people aren't talking about because I'm so sick of the same shows that are like, nah, 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 and the same people. And you hear the same interview 15 times because she's the on the damn circuit and you're truth. like oh cool Mer- the book like, the book circuit the so book circuit and you're like oh I wonder what blah 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 is going to say oh wait he said the same thing on every show yeah, right? and you're like who showed well, I you see him hit it? everyone you're like oh tight oh cool like you they hit funny, my, I'm my like dudes we're thinking about the same person right now but I just don't want to say his name <laughs> I know let's talk about it after <laughs> yeah we're going to talk about yeah. it oh I don't know I know I know it is okay I hope it's the same mouth it what'd you say who who <laughs> I can't right now. I'll write on okay. a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. So you, you know don't know listening and I don't know here. So we're on the same page. <laughs> you guys rock. This was so fun. This was so fun. I'm so glad you're in LA. Yeah, welcome to We can't wait to introduce you to a lot of amazing mm-hmm. people that we've mm-hmm. yeah, been I know. I'm our so crew. excited. Really so blessed to here. connect with. Awesome, girl. Yay. Well, thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for these nuggets of insight. This was amazing, too. Yeah, and excited. then we'll link all your stuff in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>